You're about to listen to a message from Savannah Grace Chapel, Port Harcourt. May these words bear fruit in your heart as you listen. Amen. Please sit our seats. Welcome to church. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. Um. Well, this evening, um, I just, I want to share, I call it more like thoughts. So, uh, I don't, I don't know, I know how it starts. I probably don't know how it ends. And God's so gracious. Emmanuel has led us to pray for me. So I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to lead this evening. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. So, um, the scripture that has been, has been, uh, uh ringing, burning in my heart since, and I, I, I shared a bit of it on Sunday. I just want us to, that's where I want us to go back to again today. Romans chapter 15, verse 29. Romans 15, 29. He says, but I know. Uh, can you give me the King James? I like the way it's rendered in King James. <laughs> David, stop gloating. <laughs> and I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. He says, and I am sure Paul was writing to the um, Roman church and I was telling them, look, that I am sure that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. You know, um, on Sunday I was talking about us, the first part, that's uh, being sure. Paul was saying that he is sure. And on Sunday I was saying that as believers, we we must be sure of what we carry. Amen. We must be sure of what we carry. We must be sure that what we carry can make an impact. Glory to God. Amen. So let me just stay a bit on that. You, you know, as believers, we must be sure that we carry something and that wherever we find ourselves, what we carry can make an impact. Amen. You know, don't enter a place unsure of yourself. Don't enter anything unsure of yourself. Why? Because you carry something. Paul was so confident about it. Look, it's not a matter of, oh, because, it's because Paul was an apostle. That's why he was so sure. No, Paul knew that he was a believer. Amen. Paul started out uh, the terrible life. I mean, he was persecuting Christians. He was a murderer. He was an evil, vile man. But he met with Christ. He met with the anointed one. And that changed his life. And, and down the line, he's coming to say that, look, I am sure. Amen. I'm sure of what I carry. I'm sure that what I carry when I come can make an impact. Glory to God. As believers, we must come to this place where we have this strong assurance that what we carry can make an impact. Amen. What we carry makes an impact everywhere we go. Whether it's in our home, it's in our families, it's in our place of work, in our businesses, wherever it is, that what we carry, what is upon us, can make an impact. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at the life of Jesus. Every time Jesus showed up on the scene, he made an impact. 
Amen. There was no time that there was any situation that Jesus looked confused or he didn't know what to do. I mean, sometimes scriptures will even tell us that he will ask a, <laughs> let me use my, my wife's um, language. He will ask a Fulani question. You know, it's a Fulani question. It's, you're asking, you know, you're asking, it's like, uh, you're asking a question, um, a blind man, okay, let, for instance, let, let me take an example. A blind man comes to you, says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then he comes to you, and Jesus is asking, what do you want me to do for you? Hello, the eyes. <laughs> Amen. But you see, at every point in time, Jesus knew what he was going to do, or what he wanted to do. The Bible will always tell us that, uh, um, some accounts tell us that he knew what he was going to do. He came before one of the worst situations in the world. A dead, somebody who had been dead for three days. Amen. And you hear the prayer, the audacity of his prayer. He says, Father, I thank you because I know you hear me always. Amen. He was sure. And as believers, we carry the Christ. We have Jesus. Amen. We must come to a place where we are always sure of ourselves. Glory to God. And it comes, it comes by just staying in God's presence, staying in God's word, meditating God's word, meditating the truth of God's word, and letting it dawn in our hearts. So that we come to a place where we are sure of ourselves. Glory to God. I'm sure of the blessing that I carry. I'm sure of the one that is at work within me. Amen. Uh, um, um, second Peter, I'm always not getting second Peter one. One something. <laughs> Amen. Second Peter. Where's Peter? Okay. Uh, verse two. Second Peter from verse two. Second Peter. Second, second Peter, the second Peter, chapter one, verse two. It says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen. Now, see something that it says here. We talked about it, but it's, it's something that's coming to me. Uh, and it says, it says, grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So you see, grace and peace is multiplied unto you as your knowledge of God increases. It says, through the knowledge of God, as you know God more, as you know God better, grace and peace is multiplied to you. As you know Jesus, as you know Jesus as Lord, grace and peace is multiplied unto you. Verse 3, he says, according as his divine power had given unto us all things, all I always say I love the way scripture is so absolute. All things. He says he has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Again, through the knowledge of him that called us to grace and virtue, to glory and virtue. So, God has given to us all things. Amen. See, it's not when you enter a situation that God is giving you, God is trying to supply you things. It's that God has given to you, in Christ Jesus, God has given to you all things. As you know him more, as you know him better, then you have a revelation of what has been given to you so that you know how to apply 
or how to stand in it wherever you find yourself. But see, it's given to you. It's given to you. Amen. Um, okay. But Taminorari is still, um, 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 she's still current, so she will still know it. When you go to NYC, I mean, well, if it's a good camp and everything, the moment you come to camp, you're given everything you need as a copper. You don't come and then you, um, you, you come to camp and then you sit down and then, um, they say, okay, it's today's sport. Say, and you will need sport kit. And then you go to the store. Say, um, I want sport kit. They'll give you sport kit. Then tomorrow, you say, okay, you're going to do parade. Then I want, um, uniform. No. The moment you come to camp, camp where they have everything complete, they'll give you your uniforms, your sports kit, your shoes. Everything is given to you. Glory to God. Everything we need has been given to us. See, we are never, as I want us to sing very deeply in our hearts this evening, we are never at a disadvantage. We are always at an advantage. But you must know what is given to you. That's why he's saying, you, according to God, has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. Through the knowledge of him. You must know. You must know him. And as you know him, see, it's, it's a very interesting thing. Is that as you know him, you know what you have. And one way, one way that I look at it is this, that look, um, um, the scriptures are just running in my head. Uh, uh, this scripture that, uh, I think in James, it says that, um, when we look into the mirror, that, who, uh, that looks constantly into the perfect glory of liberty. No, it's not that one. We're being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. So, you know, is that as I look at him, I see who I am. A lot of times, you know, a lot of times we want to know who we are. I want to form, want to become, um, um, want to become superstars in life. And so we just want to, a lot of times that's what a lot of believers do. We just form all the images we want. Um, gather all the, the, the goods we want, put them together, and then say, okay, God, breathe into this thing. Let your power come upon it. Let it function so that it be the superstar, the kind of superstar I want. You know what, you know what I, 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 I always, I, I always say? You've just, you've just formed the monster. You know, um, a lot of times we're thinking about it. Okay, it's a little bit of a diversion, but still, still in line with that. You know, a lot of times, especially women, you know, when a woman wants to marry, I want a guy who's as tall as Emmanuel, who is as, um, 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 honk, uh, like, um, this person, who has, um, be side bones like David, and has the, <laughs> you, 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 you know, in, in yeah, there's some women that won't put belly on. Well, I know a lady that said, ah, she loves, she likes to rest her head on, on this. Anyway, anyway. But, but, but you know, you know the point. Let, let, let's say this. You know, it sounds, it sounds, um, it sounds nice somehow. I mean, that by the time you get all these people, all these features, different features, put them together, man, you have your perfect guy. But do you know that in reality, you have a monster. You know, you know, truly, 
It's just somebody, you see the head of this person, the hand of this person, the chest of this person, the legs of this person. <laughs> it will actually look like it's, it's going to be a scary sight. But you know, a lot of time you're thinking about, oh no, you just put them, it's all blended. No, it's not. Amen. What I'm saying is that you can't form who you should be by your own thinking. You get to know who you should, who you are. Not who you should be. You get to know who you are by looking at him. The more you know him, the more you see who you are. Amen. The more you, the more you, the more revelation you have of him, the more revelation of you have of who you are. Amen. Um, truly, it's not really, Emmanuel, Emmanuel has caused me a good problem here. It's not really going as <laughs> you know there's a scripture I think John one John one six I think sixteen let's see sixteen Auntie Mark Luke and John sixteen I think this is sixteen it's in chapter one sure. and of his yes it's sixteen he said and of his fullness have and of his fullness have all we received. Grace for grace. See, he's saying that of his, of his fullness that we have received. Amen. It's of his fullness that we have received. Glory to God. It's not of your own, it's not anything that has to do with you. It's of his fullness. What, what you have received, who you, what point I'm making is that who you are is who he is. And that scripture says that as he is, uh, 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 so are we. So it's who he, who he is. That's who we are. So you want to know who you are in this life. You want to know what you have in this life. Know him. Amen. Know him. That's why grace, uh, uh, um, um, the scripture we read says, um, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Through the knowledge of Him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then verse 3 says that He has given to us all that pertains to life. That's what the Lord brought us here. He has given to you all. Look, all you need has been given to you. And so, going back to um, Romans chapter 15, have an assurance all the time. Have an assurance. I have the mind of Christ. Amen. Amen. Daphne is looking at me and smiling. That's our morning confession when we are going to school every day. I have the mind of Christ. Know that you have the mind of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Paul said that, and I am sure. You know, I, I, I like the, the authoritative way. He said, I am sure that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Amen. Now, which is, this is just the extra jara. Now, the part I want to say, it says, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Paul was saying that he will come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. That means that there is a fullness of the blessing. Amen. That means there is a fullness of the blessing. There is a fullness of the blessing that we can enjoy. It's available to us. Glory to God. You know, it's interesting. Let's look at Romans chapter, the same Romans. Because it's like, you know, it's a letter, a continuous letter. So look at something Paul said. Romans chapter 1 verse 11. 
He says, for I long to see you that I, that I may impact unto you some spiritual gifts to the end that you may be established. He says, I long to see you that I may impact to you. He says, I long to see you that I may give unto you some spiritual gifts. Some spiritual, another word, that word gift is charisma. Another word, another um, interpretation, uh, translation of the word is endowment. Spiritual endowment. Amen. See, we succeed in life. We prosper in life. We make progress in life by spiritual endowments. Glory to God. We make progress in life by spiritual endowments. He says that I may impart to you some spiritual endowments to the end that you may be established. You know that word established also means to be made stable. To be made stable. So, Paul wanted to, Paul was, Paul was saying that, look, I, I long to come to you so that when I come, I give you some spiritual endowment to the end that you may be stable. Spiritual endowment stabilizes us. They help us to be stable in life. Amen. And we can get spiritual endowment from various forms. One of the major ways that God has ordained for it to do is through his servants, is through his ministers. Amen. Hallelujah. God uses his ministers to, let me put it this way, now combining this one and chapter 15. God uses his ministers to make spiritual deposits in us. Amen. Deposit, spiritual deposits in us that help us to be established, that help us to be stable. And that's what Paul was saying that look, when I come, I'm, I'm sure that when I come, I'll come, um, with the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Amen. What am I saying? This is what I'm saying. See, value and treasure words that you hear. Value and treasure God's word that come to you. Value them. And value is mean, Value means that you're placing premium on them. There's something that Emmanuel has been saying since uh, uh, um, laying on of hands service that's truly just been incredible. And that's, he has been, he has stayed with the message. A lot of times we hear God's word. A lot of time God's word comes to us, and um, um, we receive spiritual endowments. Lot God's word comes to us. We see the fullness of of the blessing. Of the gospel of Christ. But you see. Amen. But you see. People don't place value on it. And that's what everyone was talking about. What everyone was talking about during the laying on of hands. People don't place value on it. People don't place premium on it. It's just the words that we have heard. And that's why those words don't bear fruit. The way they should in our lives. That's why those words don't bring forth the results that they should in our lives. Amen. Let me, let me, let me be very honest. A lot of words were said in, in the lane of heart service. How many of it do we remember? Apart from those who have been listening to the message, messages, uh, 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 regularly. How, more, how many of it do we remember? But you see, this is how we make spiritual transactions. Because you must, you must, you, you must spend time with these words. You must spend time with these words until, like, um, Connell will say, until you internalize them. You must spend time with these words until they become your truth and your reality. 
until they become, until come, until come to a place where you are so sure, you are so sure of it, that you have the fullness of the blessing of Christ. Amen. You are so sure about it that you are a blessed person. And that you are operating in the fullness of this blessing. Life doesn't give us what we want. Life gives us what we demand of. Amen. Hallelujah. Life gives us what we demand. And we must learn the way, the only way that we can put pressure on life to give us what belong, rightly belongs to us is by the word of God. Is by the, and by, by the word of God. Yes, by the words we, we spend time studying, by times, the words we spend time hearing. But by the words that we allow to take control, to take control of our hearts and our minds. So that when we are faced with, um, 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 life situations, we, we, we have a, we have a belief system. I don't get, get, get We have a belief system that's different from the world's belief system. Amen. And based on that belief system, we do things differently. Amen. Um, I wrote something down here. I want to read it. I said, where you are is an extent where, where we are is to the extent we have engaged the word of God in our lives. Where we are in life is to the extent that we have engaged the word of God in our lives. How much have you engaged God's word? And I like what Emmanuel was saying this evening. That, uh, one of the things he said this evening. You know, a lot of time, people are just jumping around. Okay, uh, you hear this one today. You hear this one tomorrow. You hear this one next tomorrow. Yeah, that's not wrong with hearing. But look, what are you doing with what you're hearing? What, why, why are you even hearing it in the first place? You, you, you know, one thing I've, one thing I've also discovered. Sometimes uh, you just need to stay with some things that you have heard and become established in it before you go on to hear something else. Because if you're not established in it, the next thing that you will hear may confuse what you've heard, just heard. Because a lot of times in life, knowledge is progressive. Knowledge is progressive. Glory to God. What are you doing with what you have heard? What are you doing with what you have heard? Let me use Lenin of hand service and any other, uh, any other meeting. When Reverend came, for laying on of hand service, he came in the fullness of the gospel, of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Amen. Some of us have ex- had uh, encounters and uh, we'll begin to have testimonies. Some of us will have testimonies. And it's not a lie. It's not a, and it's not a cause or anything. Some will not have any testimonies. But you know what? What's the difference between those who are having testimonies and those who won't have testimony? Is to the is to the degree and to the level in which they engage this word. Amen. Hallelujah. There is a fullness. I say that again. There is a fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. There is a fullness of that blessing, and it's ours. Amen. We have received it. Amen. It's at work in our lives. But see, there is the, there is the inward working of it. There is the outward working of it. We must allow it. We must engage in the world for there to be an outward expression and manifestation of this thing that we have heard. Glory to God. Glory to God.
Um, let's look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. I think it's verse 3. Yes. It says, blessed be, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. See, that's what I'm saying again. It says, he has blessed us with what? All spiritual blessing in heavenly places. You know what? The blessings, like he says there, because they're spiritual blessings, the blessings are not, are not tangible. So he says they're spiritual blessings. But see, we can make transactions and make them, they're, they're not tangible, but they have tangible effects. Amen. You must know that you are blessed with all spiritual blessings. You must be conscious of it. You must, you must school your mind to, to think it. That I am blessed with all spiritual blessings. I have the intangible that affects the tangible. So when we find ourselves in situations of life, when we find ourselves in, 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 in tough times, when we find ourselves in difficult times, when we find ourselves in whatever it is, when I say tough times or difficult times, not necessarily maybe, um, one very hard, I mean, I, 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 I have a job to do and it's like, I, I need to be able to, um, apply myself to get that good result. I say myself is not coming. I, I remind myself that I have the intangible that affects the tangible. Amen. I carry something. I carry, I carry a, 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 a I carry, let, let, let me describe it. I carry a force. I carry a, 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 a compelling force. Again, let me describe it another way. I carry an energy. I carry an energy, divine energy, that can turn things around to favor me. Can turn things around to make them work for me. Remember what I said in the beginning. Well, if you want to know who you are, look at, look at the person of Christ. Look at Christ. He was never stranded. He was never, nothing ever seemed to, to face him. He just, he always just had an answer for no matter how trying, no matter how difficult the situation was, he always had an answer for it. That's who we are. That's who we are. Amen. He was always conscious of the fact that he had an intangible force that affects the tangible world. Amen. We must school our minds, we must school our hearts to believe it that the world is ours. That what we carry is powerful enough to make changes. That what we carry is powerful enough to bring the results that God say they will bring. God said they will bring. Amen. Hallelujah. And talking like to go back to one of one of the things that uh, I didn't even know that that until Pastor Not said it that that's what I talk the most about. We're talking about our minds, what we think about, how we think. You know, sometimes I hear some people talk, uh, um, I hear some people talk, I hear some people's thinking process. I say, Kai, you will always have problems. The way you talk, I mean, sometimes, sometimes you you're talking to somebody, and even in in the person's jokes. And the things that the person jokes about, the things that the person, you will always have problems. Because you are not thinking the thoughts of Christ. 
And somebody will say, okay, say thinking thought of Christ. That means that I'm supposed to be thinking, oh, just think heaven. No, you, you, you. Let me, let me see. For instance, I, I said even some people, their jokes. Even the, some people's jokes, you hear is, is, there's defeat in it. There's fear in it. There's, um, doubt. There's, there's, med- thank you, sir. There's mediocrity in it. Even something that some people say, some, some, uh, some other people, even when they, t- some people, when you hear them talking about themselves or how they want to go about things, you hear, you don't, you don't hear any, <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. But see, it comes from a consciousness of knowing who you are and what you carry. Glory to God. And all of us can come to a place where we are conscious of who we are and what we carry. Glory to God. And we bring who we are and what we carry to bear on any situation. I think it was, uh, uh, um, um, Reverend was talking about during the, the, the laying on of hand service. You, you know, there, there, there are ways that people talk. There are ways that the rich talk. That for maybe another person, for some people, it may sound like, sound like arrogance. But there's some, the way the, the rich talk. There's a way, there's a way, um, there's a way somebody who is, who is vast in something. That's the way he talks. There's a confidence. There's an assurance. There's a, a, what's the word now? <laughs> Boldness. In which we, almost, you know, almost sound like pride. The way the person talks. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, <laughs> Uncle David, when you talk about electrical something, there's a way he talks about it. He talks electrical that, you know, oh yeah, now we know that you know this. <laughs> oh yeah, now just come down to our level. But you see, he didn't just, he didn't just, he didn't just, he didn't just, um, jump on him. Is that he has, he has stayed with this thing. He has spent time with this thing. He has imbibed this thing. He has internalized this thing. He has, he has drank, eaten everything, this thing. So when he talks, he's, he's not, he's not, he's not guessing. He's not, he's not, um, there, there's certainty about it. Look at what, what, this thing I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is like that. Check it anywhere. That's what it is. Amen. The same way, the same way, the same way for us as believers, we must come to a place where we, we are so sure of who we are in Christ Jesus. We are so sure that we carry the fullness of the blessing. Amen. For a lot of, for, for, especially for those of us who, who, who are in Savannah, we've been exposed to good words. I mean, we've been exposed to God's word. We, um, we've been exposed to, uh, to, I mean, too rich a word. You must come to the place where you're sure, you're confident of it, that you carry something. Amen. And it's not pride. It's not, it's not, like I said, it's not pride. Look at, uh, um, like I talked about the example I gave about David. It's not pride. It's just like he knows. I mean, there was one time I was talking about, um, some, some human, somebody walking and he, the person, the person was constantly always arguing with him. 
I said, just said, <laughs> just say, so look, this is it. Whether you want to accept it or not, I'm not, I'm not going to be bantering words with you. That's what it is. Amen. It was, it's not pride. It's just, I know what I know. Amen. I mean, if a rich man comes in here and then he's talking about his, um, Rolex watch that costs a thousand dollars. I say, he's a proud man. It's not, <laughs> it costs a thousand dollars. He spoke truth. If it offends you, step up. Hallelujah. We must come to a place where we are sure of what we carry as believers. We're sure that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And that every time we stand, heaven responds to us. I repeat again, Jesus was talking and Jesus said that, look, uh, um, um, I thank you, Lord, because I know you hear me always. Sorry. You say it's because he's the son of God. It's not because he's the son of God. Okay. It's because he's the son of God. Okay. Yes, it's because he's the son of God. You, you are the son of who? You are the son of God. But again, no, not because he was the son of God. Because he, because he knew. He could have been the son of God and he would just talk anyhow and behave anyhow. But he knew that he was the son of God. He had that consciousness. He carried the consciousness of his sonship. And so it affected the way he talked. It affected the way he talked to his father. It affected the way he, he responded, he responded to life situations. I mean, you're, 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 you're in the middle of a storm. There's a storm and it's, it's almost drowning the boat and you're sleeping. And then they woke you up. Instead of panicking, oh, what's going on? Uh, is, first of all, uh, hey, 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 stop, 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 stop. Ah, no, first of all, he rebuked the disciples. Say, how long will we continue? I, I'm using my own words. How long will you continue this kind of rubbish, you people? Eh? Oh, you of little faith. I beg, stop, be still. I'm talking to people here. Hallelujah. Amen. He knew what he carried. He came to a feast. They said they were out of wine. He just told them, say, say, ah, um, go and fill the pot with water. He filled it with water. He said, go and give the governor the feast. He didn't say, bring it, bring it first. Okay, he don't, he don't chase. He just said, uh, say, fill the pot with water. They filled it with water. He said, hey, fetch and go and give the governor the feast. I just continue his thing. You know, if you look at, okay, because we look at the story, but, but if, if you, let's look at it in another sense. Doesn't that look arrogant? <laughs> he knew what he carried. He knew what he carried. See, we must, and that, that, that's the trust of my, uh, my, my, my talk this evening. We must come to a place where we are sure. We must come to a place where we know who we are in Christ Jesus. We know the power that's at work within us. Amen. We know the forces that are are at our disposal. You know, disciples spent time with Jesus. The Bible says that uh, um, 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 when they saw them, they they knew they were, how do you say, they knew they were ignorant men but they perceived that they had been with Jesus. So something about Jesus rubbed off on them. 
So let me ask a question, ask you a question. Are you spending time with Jesus? Amen. Something about spending time with Jesus rubbed off on them. And not even, not even after Jesus, even before Jesus left. You know, there's a story where, where, um, um, they came, I can't remember what, what really it was, trying to remember. Some, something happened, Sha, that the, the, uh, um, the sons of thunder are saying that, do we call down thunder from heaven? Amen. Read that story very well. Jesus didn't say, keep quiet, daddy, we didn't start an apprenticeship. What do you, no, Jesus said, <laughs> you don't know the kind of person who you are. You, you know, you know what that told me? Just, it was that they could call down thunder. These were ordinary fishermen who had spent time with Jesus. All of a sudden, they had come to a point where they knew that we connected to this man, we could call down thunder from heaven. It wasn't almost the same thing Jesus said when, when Jesus said, uh, uh, when, um, um, they came to arrest him and Peter was cutting off. Jesus said, if I want, I can call down legions of angels. That audacity rubbed off on them. Amen. They were spending time with Jesus and things were rubbing off on them. We must spend time in God's word. That we come to the place where we know we are assured of who we are. We know what we carry. We know what we can do. It's in that knowledge that we begin to, we begin to exhibit, we begin to demonstrate it. Look, you know, a lot of times we look at, uh, and this is even me. You know, a lot of times we look at some ministers like, and if you admire some ministers, hey, this man, he has anointing, he has power, he has this, he has this. But do you know, they actually started from somewhere. They started from days of uncertainty. They started from building up themselves to come to a point where, you know, I was, I was, I was, um, watching the video of, um, one program. I was watching the man of God. I was watching him as he was, we would have thought he was, it was, it was an anointing service and called an impartation service. And the way he was, the way he was talking tonight. God will touch you where you are. Your life will never. So I was just looking at her, just laughing. I don't, I don't want to call his name and name so that. But I was looking at her, just laughing. Said, Look at this guy. The way he's just talking like I see nine gather people put here, right? But see, he was. He knew. He knows what is upon him. Amen. Hallelujah. It comes from. That he has stayed with this thing. You come to a place where you know that it works. That's why someone like Reverend will come and say that even if I do that, if I be and touch to you, the power of God will come upon you. You think he just woke up in the morning, one morning, and I just say, okay, that's how it. No, he he has stayed with this thing. And that's why I'm saying that a lot of us need to stay with this thing. Stay with God's word. Stay with some of us need to just stay with that. Um, 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 my sins are forgiven. Come to a place where we are certain of it. We know of a certainty that our sins are forgiven. Some of us just need to stay with that God loves me and everything is alright. We need to stay with it to a point that we know that God loves us. That nothing anybody can say, nothing anybody can do can, can make you think otherwise. I cut across everything. Just stay with it. 
Like I said initially, some of us are not staying with some truths long enough for them to be established in our hearts. So we 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 are, we are okay. Uh, my my sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven. Then all of a sudden you're hearing that uh, 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 the 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 scene of um what's the, the um the unpardonable sin. The unpardonable sin. So you say, ah, my sin. But I can commit the unpardonable sin. No, I can uh, I can fall into the unpardonable sin. Ah, you start. You're vacillating all over the place. When you need to come to the place, stay with me. My sins are forgiven. I know my sins are forgiven. We need to come to the place where we are still so much grounded ourselves so much in God's word that it becomes a faculty. I want to say it becomes a faculty. It becomes a way of thinking. It becomes a way of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like I said this evening, just thoughts that things that have been running through my mind that I, 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 I'm sharing with us. Let's allow God's word to take preeminence in our hearts and our minds. Amen. Let's allow ourselves, let's allow ourselves, uh, I'm going to say this way, let's allow ourselves to stay in God's word. Let's allow ourselves to stay in God's word. Amen. You know, it's, sometimes we, 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 we pick up some messages and we're listening to the message or, or we're doing some studies and we just, we do it after a while, we just get tired of it or we, it, 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 I think it's, it's, it's a human thing. We always want new things. So, you know, you're, you're doing, you, I've, 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 um, 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 I've stayed with this thing. Okay. I've been, I've been, I've been meditating on this, this, this thing for the past, for the past one month. It's time to move on to something new. Point is that, have you meditated on it enough for it to become a, He has become part of you. Amen. No, we stay with it. You stay with it. You stay with it. And sometimes staying with it is almost like, it's like putting pressure on it. You know, putting pressure on it. Putting pressure on it until it begins to ooze out. Let's stay with God's word. Amen. Let's stay with the truth that we're hearing. Um, I choose proverb. It says, it says, um, I don't say it. Buy the truth, sell it not. Amen. I was, I, I was reading something. It says, buy the truth. It means that, look, be willing to invest in getting the truth. Be willing to invest in getting the truth. I mean, if you say, so when you, when you buy something, you give an exchange for it. You part of your valuable for it. Be willing to invest something in getting this truth. And I say sell it not. Don't just, don't be wanting to just give it away for in exchange for something else. Because the truth about it, life is always trying to give you, trying to sell you, I mean trying to buy what you have, get you to sell what you have and, and get what it has. Exchange. Buy the truth. And what does uh, um, John say? You will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Buy this truth that sets you free and don't sell it. Amen. Let's, 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 okay, buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. So it says, you're buying the truth, you don't sell it. 
You also buy wisdom, buy instruction, buy understanding. Amen. Let's value these things. Let's value these truths that we know. Let's value this truth that we hear. You know, uh, I've said plenty of things this evening, but I, I believe that we are getting blessed. Like I said, some of a lot of it are probably not planned. It's not even as planned message planned. It's not going as I planned it. Blame Emmanuel for that. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes, um, the Holy Spirit inspires truth in our heart or inspires us to study along some areas or to go after some particular things. Amen. You know what I will encourage you? That's where your answer is. That's where your solution is. That's where victory is. That's where I turn around. That's where change is. Stay with it. Stay with it. It may be for one week. It may be for one month. It may be for one year. It may be for ten years. Stay with it. Amen. Of course, there are other things that to, to learn on the side. But this one thing that he has put in your heart, stay with it until you know. Until you know. Until, until, uh, uh, um, how does the scripture, uh, um, um, where is that scripture now? I think it's Peter, where it says that until the day dawns and the day star rises in your heart. That's how you stay with, that's how you stay with the truth of God's word. You stay with it. You spend time with it. You read after it. You listen to, uh, 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 sometimes, God will lead you to who to resource. God will lead you to the resources that you need for for those things. Stay with it. Amen. Sometimes, too, God needs to change our 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 mindset as well. God needs to change our mindset. God needs to change the way we think. God needs to because see how you think. Your your mind is your processing. Center of processing things. Now, if your, if your mind is distorted, everything that goes into it, it will process it wrong. I used to work in um, a, a company where we produce, um, flexible wrap, all these wrappers for sweets, um, indomie and things like that. Now, the way they are made depends on the colors. There's called color separation. There's, so, some some works they say there are three colors. Some works they say five colors. The highest is seven colors. Now what it does does that? Just something you look at and you just see. Okay, like this flex banner now that it just is beautiful and all that. It's actually separated into various colors, layers of colors to get this impression. For 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 the for the wrapper company I work with. So for each color they have a cylinder. They have called they are called impression cylinders. They have a cylinders you put. And the, the image, part of the image that we pick up this particular color, that's image that we pick up this, it goes on like that. Now I worked in quality control. My job was to make sure that the cylinder, uh, the, the image on it are perfect. It's perfect. There are no scratches. I mean, that's how, that's how delicate it is. Because the, 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 the design, they're so, they're very tiny dots made on them to get the, the imprint. Now, if there's a scratch, just a tiny line, you take a pin and you draw a line on it. When you print, that line will show. Amen? So, my job was to make sure that, that it was all the cylinders were perfect. 
And if we inspect it, we see the slightest line on it, we return it. Quality control, we reject it. And to be returned, they will rework the cylinder. Now, the point I'm making is this. If you leave the cylinders like that, every you may put the best of materials, the best ink, the best films into the machine. But the processor, the processing um, cylinder is faulty. It will produce always, always, it will always produce faulty wrappers at the end. Point I'm making is this. If the mind is faulty, no matter the quality of, um, no matter the quality of good life, you throw at this person, it will process it wrong. Amen. It's almost a distraction. It's not like, I, I know, I know, I know, I know ladies that, I know ladies, well, not too many, but I, at I know a particular lady. She grew up in an abusive home. Her father used to beat the mother. Her father used to, was, was a bully and everything. She grew up in an abusive home. She, when we were in school, she just never could accept the love of a man. Once in a relationship with a man, she, she almost expects that the man will beat her. So, something, I mean, small argument, she's already escalated the thing. What? Calm down. Why are you? I'm born again, sister. Now, why are you all? Also, when they were talking, I just said, look, that she, you kind of, her upbringing, I mean, where she grew up, this is how she grew up. It has affected her thinking. Amen. So she meets the best, she may meet the best man in the world and the man is treating her nice and everything. She's still suspicious. That's how he will do. Until I let my guards down, then he will give me tear me slap. He'll begin to beat me. Amen. Simple ones in the society. Ah, hmm. Men. All men. Men. Men generally. All men cheat too. Whether they are born again or not, all men cheat. Just pray that God give you your own, that you'll be able to manage. Amen. So you marry a man who is holy, who is, you marry Brother Kumui, who is doing Bible and all, yet you will still be looking at him, hmm, my Bible is reading now. Did any girl write to know that is? Amen. Do you get the picture I'm saying? I'm saying that once the mind is wrong, it processes everything wrong. And a lot of times, one of the chief work that the word of God, word of God wants to do is to correct our minds. I'll stop here with that scripture. Proverbs, we talked a lot about it. Proverbs 20, 23, 7, I think. This is 23, 7, 27, 3. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And it's both, both ways, positive and negative. If you think, Constantly tell yourself that I am full of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. You enter everywhere with that assurance, that confidence, and that knowing. I told us sometimes that sometimes you need to do drastic. Look at yourself in the mirror and talk to yourself. I am full of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Talk to yourself. Some of us need to talk to ourselves. I mean, there are times that there are things that I say, like Emmanuel was talking about. The things that I say, I say, don't talk like that again. Don't ever say that again. 
don't say that again. Something I say, don't don't think like I, I, I not I'm not saying that I just say it casually. I say actually say to myself, I don't ever think like that again. Don't allow allow such. You need sometimes we need to be. You need to be hard on yourself. You need to be hard on yourself. You need to let's stop let's stop playing. Let's stop um making excuses for everything. Some sometimes some of us have become so good professionals at making excuses for everything. And it's because uh, this that's why this one this one like that. And it's because this, no, stop making excuses. I think one of the teachers that I, I talked talk about is that learn to take responsibility. And responsibility doesn't mean that you are you are admitting or you're accepting fault. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me give you an example. Ogrevy walks up and then he he slaps me. And then I and then I, I I you know I can I can I can begin to is that you know as a way of thinking I can I can sit down and I become so bitter and angry and everything towards him and begin to hate him and it becomes a big issue for me. But also I can sit down and think about it. Why did he do it? What motivated him? What instigated him? And you know, in that thinking, I may find out what I actually, even before he tells me, I may find out what I actually did wrong, or what I even, or, or probably, you know, I, I'm, uh, give, give an example, he's sitting in front here, and I'm preaching, I'm stepping on him all the time, I'm still spitting in his face, uh, he's been trying to judge me, I know where to go, all of a sudden, you, maybe, you know, just throw me slap. No, no just, 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 why uh, you people, us, us put your mind. Amen. Now, you, you know, I'm going to take responsibility of the fact that there was a way I provoked it. I don't know if you're getting, getting what I'm saying. That's just unnatural, but what I'm talking about is even spiritual responsibility. See, things don't just happen because they can happen. Things happen because you they were caused, thank you, sir. Things happen because they were caused to happen. And it happened to you because you played a part in allowing it to happen. It's a very hard one, but it's the truth. Things happen because they were caused to happen. And it happened to you because you played a part in causing it to happen. Ken Egan said that um, uh, you may not be able to stop a bird from from perching on your head. You You can... You, but you can stop it from fl- building a nest in your head. Things happen. Things happen around us. Things, the devil throws things. The devil does things. Amen. He does things every day. He's doing things every day. I mean, if he stops doing things, something is wrong. Something is majorly wrong. But I can stop him from alive, from doing it to me. Amen. And one of the first places I stop him from doing it to me is here. Is here that I am constantly conscious that I have the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ, that I have spiritual endowments, I've been spiritually endowed, and with this, my life can be stable. Hallelujah.
Amen. I trust we are blessed. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Connect with Savannah Grace Chapel Port Harcourt on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Port Harcourt. And download our messages free on Telegram at t.me forward slash SGC Port Harcourt.